Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, and 10x your business. Let's get into it. What's going on today? We're going to be speaking about the complex world of strategic partnerships. And for entrepreneurs, freelancers, this is so key to helping you build your business. A strong network is crucial for success. Strategic partnerships are very different than just the network that you're building with your peers, your mentors, your masterminds, your networking events, whatever that may be. A strong partnership requires a more comprehensive approach than just meeting people at a trade show. And I want to speak about these because the most successful entrepreneurs, the most successful freelancers, they all have strategic partnerships. 100% of them, even if they don't advertise it on their website, you have to know that you don't have to do this thing alone. You don't have to solve every problem alone. In literally all of my companies that I've ever worked in, there's been strong partnerships, strategic partnerships to some degree. Now, let's speak about the benefits of strategic partnerships, and then I'm going to teach you about the different types of strategic partnerships. And then lastly, I'll close out with basically what you should be doing when you're going out into the market or into the world to try and find these strategic partnerships. So let's first start speaking about the benefits. So strategic partnerships, the most obvious benefit is that it can bring in more business and attract new clients. So partnerships help you increase your business by opening up opportunities to reach clients that previously you wouldn't have had access to. So by partnering with other businesses, entrepreneurs, freelancers, you increase your visibility. Potentially even more importantly, you increase your credibility, which increases brand awareness, more business. In addition, partnerships can lead and usually will lead to referrals and introductions to potential clients, which can help you build a strong, sustainable pipeline for new deals. Second thing is that you can take on bigger and more complex projects. So partnerships help you take on more complex projects that you may have not been able to handle on your own. By partnering with businesses that have complementary skills and resources, you can offer a wider range of services to your clients. This can also allow you to bid on larger projects that require more resources or expertise, go for larger RFPs. Uh, They give you access to more brain power and expertise. Entrepreneurs operating in a silo do not know everything. When you partner with another business, they have different skills. They have focus on different products. They have different areas of expertise. You can leverage this knowledge to provide better solutions for clients. You can also learn from them and incorporate some of this knowledge into your business. So this is an easy way to understand what other people in the industry or adjacent industries are doing. And this can help you build your reputation as an entrepreneur, as a freelancer that can offer a more comprehensive range of services. 
It will allow you because of access to knowledge to learn new techniques and methodologies. So this provides access to people that have done other things that you are not an expert in. When you partner with these businesses, they have different processes. They have different technologies. They have different ways of doing things. They have different strategies. You can learn from these people. You're not stealing what they know. You're offering them value in return because they're learning from you. So you're collaborating. You're not competing. You're collaborating with these strategic partnerships. This can lead to increased efficiency, effectiveness, innovation in your business. It's just a net positive when you learn from people who have done it before. The next thing you should think about is that it helps build management and communication skills. So when you work with other businesses or other entrepreneurs, you learn how to manage projects more effectively. You learn how to manage larger groups of people. This can also lead to better client relationships, increased success because you are a better leader, manager, and communicator. This helps you develop your communication skills as you're forced to communicate with a wider range of people and businesses. Strategic partnerships also allow you to practice reciprocal business relationships. What this means is that when you offer value to another business and they offer value to you, you build a very strong, meaningful relationship with this partner. This can lead to more successful partnerships in the future because you've hashed out this great strategy to collaborate. It can lead to more referrals, like I mentioned before, more sales, more business opportunities. It also spreads your reputation and your influence. You can gain exposure to new markets, to new clients that you've never even thought of. Of course, this increases your brand awareness and elevates your profile in whatever industry you're in. It allows you to build a more meaningful network. New business opportunities, new referrals. I can't keep stressing this enough. The more touch points you have in the market, the more people that are going to know you exist. And if people who know you exist know you exist in a good light, meaning that you do great work for them, I can guarantee you this is going to build a much more meaningful network. So now that we kind of understand all the benefits of what a strategic partnership can bring to a business or an entrepreneur or a freelancer, these are the types of partnerships that you will encounter. So the first type is a joint venture. A joint venture often means use of shared resources to reduce cost and spread the risk out over multiple people. In a joint venture, two or more businesses pool their resources and expertise to pursue a specific project or a specific goal. This allows businesses to take on larger, more complex projects that normally you would not be able to take on on your own. Joint ventures can also be used to enter a new market, share marketing costs, reduce legal and regulatory risks. For example, imagine two software development companies decide to form a joint venture to develop a new application. By working together, they pool their resources, they pool their knowledge, they share the costs of development, they reduce the risk of failure. Perhaps they're going into an industry that one of them doesn't know, one of them has more development expertise, one has more industry expertise. You reduce your risk, your regulatory, your legal risk, uh, the lack of marketing know-how in a new industry, and you provide, you both provide uh, a lot of value to each other. If the project is successful, both companies benefit from revenue and the collaboration and shared knowledge. The second type of venture would be a channel partnership. So channel partnerships are often used to expand market reach and increase revenue very specifically. In a channel partnership, two businesses work together to sell a product or service. A lot of the times when you see this, it could be a company that has a product and they use channel partners as a marketing and sales channel. So you actually have 
the product manufacturer, and then they have four or five or a hundred channel partners. Uh, this allows businesses to reach new customers and enter new markets that they would never be able to reach before. Another example could be a technology company may partner with a retail chain to get their products into all their stores. So this allows a tech company to reach a wider audience and increase their revenue, and they don't have access to retail customers. Uh, they don't have like a brick and mortar um, retail strategy. Another example as to why you'd use channel partnerships, um, at least in my past experience, we've used channel partnerships in certain geographical regions. So say we have a tech product or any product, and we do have a good internal sales team, and we want to sell it over in Europe, and we want to sell it in a certain part of Europe that has certain that speaks a certain language and there's certain cultural nuances. We'll engage a channel partner in that particular part of the world or in that particular community that knows the ins and outs of the people that are going to be buying the product because they'll be much more effective at closing products than if we just sent a sales rep that doesn't speak the language, uh, doesn't understand the culture, et cetera, et cetera. So there are great reasons to engage channel partners to uh, basically increase revenue and expand market reach. Uh, the third type of partnership would be a strategic alliance. So this is often used to share expertise, reduce costs, create new products or services together. In a strategic alliance, two or more businesses work together to achieve a common goal. And it's usually a little bit more in depth than just revenue focused. So this allows businesses to share knowledge, technology, resources to create a new product or service. For example, a pharmaceutical company uh, may form a strategic alliance with a medical device company to develop a new treatment. By working together, they share their expertise and they can create a more effective treatment. So the last type of partnership that I've seen would be a supplier partnership. And a supplier partnership is often used to reduce costs, increase efficiency, improve quality. In a supplier partnership, a business forms a partnership with its suppliers to improve the supply chain. That means that the supplier and the business are not just customers of each other. They're engaging something a little bit more intimate. So this allows the business to reduce costs, improve the quality of the products or services they offer, and most importantly, increase efficiency. For example, a manufacturing company may form a partnership with a supplier to improve the delivery of raw materials. Uh, this allows the manufacturing company to reduce its costs and improve its efficiency. So now that you know the benefits of partnerships and now that you've sort of understood what type of partnerships are out there, let's figure out how to identify potential partnerships. So I'm going into the market. I want to find people to work with. What should I think about? First, you got to know your strengths. So before looking at partners, you have to know what you're good at, what your actual business kills at. This helps identify partners that will be most valuable to you by understanding your own strengths and limitations. You can identify gaps in your expertise that can be filled by a partner. Uh, research, of course, this is straightforward, but common sense isn't common. Research potential partners to ensure they are a good fit for your business. Websites, social media, past projects, customer referrals. Consider whether they have the expertise, resources, experience that you need. A good partner should complement your strengths and bring additional value to your business. You have to make sure that you're getting into bed with the right people. Um, next, attend networking events. So, of course, you can reach out online, but I always feel that if you want to form a strong, long-term working relationship, at some point, at some point, you should sit down for coffee. So attend local events, join online communities, be active on social, go to trade shows. The more people you meet, 
the greater your chances of finding the right partner. So networking really does help. It helps you stay up to date on latest trends, especially if you are a solopreneur or a freelancer and you don't have um, a ton of research outside of what you do yourself on what's happening in, in the industry. If you're building online, there's a lot of online communities you can join if you're building a startup like the point is you just want to be hanging out with people that are doing similar or adjacent things to you. That's how you find people that can help you best. Next, be open to feedback. So you're going to engage in a business relationship with another entity or another individual. Being open to feedback from your partner can help you improve your processes and provide a better experience for your clients. So feedback you have another professional that you're engaging with feedback can help you identify areas for improvement and make necessary adjustments by creating an environment where feedback is encouraged you can establish a culture of continuous improvement that benefits both parties and the client because remember you're lifting up the curtain you're letting the partner in on how you conduct your business and they're going to see things and they're going to be aware of things that are great and things that aren't so great so if you understand the benefits of partnership and understand the benefits of leveraging someone else's knowledge and insight and experience be open to feedback and encourage that actively ask for feedback because sometimes people are a little bit shy but when you have all these uh, high performing professionals around you the last thing you want to do is to not have access to their thoughts and their opinions and basically their perspective because chances are they've done one or two things before and they can help you out in a big way. The next thing you got to do is evaluate the partnership. Take time to evaluate regularly. It's critical to make sure that you're working effectively. If it's not working out, it's always better to end it early before it becomes too difficult to manage regular evaluations and have the KPIs that you're looking for can help you identify potential issues early and make necessary adjustments. Effective communication. This is obvious in any relationship, but it's essential to communicate effectively, have the channels that are open for the partner to engage with. If it's Slack, if it's email, if it's a weekly or biweekly call, whatever that may be. Set clear expectations, make sure both parties have an understanding of roles and responsibilities, uh, be proactive, uh, keep them up to date on project timelines, uh, milestones, make sure you're both on the same page so that you don't drop the ball in a deliverable for the client, be responsive. If somebody's asking questions, make sure that you answer it as soon as possible, establish a culture of mutual respect and trust and communication. And make sure lastly, if you're going into a partnership, that you define the outcomes early on and you enter into a contractual agreement with that person if they are the right person. You do not want to have ambiguity on who's getting paid what or who deserves what after the partnership or the deal or the RFP or the project completes successfully. So it's very important to set expectations and do negotiation early on so that no one feels slighted or feels like they weren't properly respected uh, when you're trying to figure out who gets paid what after the fact. To close this out, I just want to give you some examples of great partnerships that have worked really, really well. So one that you may know about is Nike and Apple. So Nike and Apple partnered to create the Nike Plus app that allows users to track their runs, and share them on social media. The partnership has been successful because it combines Nike's expertise in sports with Apple's technology, something they could not have done alone. 
Spotify and Uber. Spotify and Uber partnered to allow users to listen to their favorite music during their Uber ride. The partnership was successful because it provided a better experience for both Uber riders and Spotify users. Starbucks and Barnes and Noble. Starbucks and Barnes and Noble partnered to provide a better experience for customers. So Barnes and Noble stores offer Starbucks coffees and pastries, while Starbucks stores sell Barnes and Noble books. So just to wrap this up, developing strategic partnerships is essential for the success of your business. We've seen it with solopreneurs and freelancers, and we've seen it with some of the largest companies in the world, some of the ones I just named. It can bring in more business. It allows you to take on bigger, more complex projects. It increases the brain power by working with partners that have complementary skills and knowledge. It lets you tap into new markets. If you understand the value of partnerships, you can leverage them, build a meaningful and strong network, and take your business to the next level without having to do everything yourself. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value out of that. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another business lesson on the 10-Minute MBA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.